Hello and welcome to An Underdog Story, a walkthrough on the business of canine rehab. Each week we pull back the curtain on the intriguing world of canine rehab, from the nitty gritty of everyday operations to sharing heartwarming success stories. We're going to dig deep into what canine rehab really looks like, the highs, the lows, and everything in between. With me, your host, Anthony Skeena, a certified companion animal rehab therapist who has journeyed from the human PT world to make a difference in our furry friends' lives. Now let's get into this exciting underdog story that's waiting to be told. Hey guys, and welcome back to an underdog story. I'm Anthony Skeena, CCAT. And if you joined me last episode, you got a little peek into my switch from the human PT world to the wonderful world of canine rehab. Now today, it's all about the furball who truly put me on this path, my cockaboo Miles. You know, every dog owner believes their pup is special. And honestly, they're not wrong. But for me, Miles wasn't just a pet. He's family. Oh, Miles. Where do I start? Picture Miles, a bundle of curly, bouncy fur with eyes that seem to hold the wisdom of the ages. He's been my sidekick, my confidant, my little shadow for years. He's been my loyal companion since he was about three years old. And, as the universe would have it, he became the very reason why I transitioned into the world of canine rehab. So, here's a little bit more about when I first met Miles. You know, not to take away from my wife, but it was love at first sight. This guy was a ball of fur with boundless energy. And over the years, he's not just been a pet, but part of the family. We've had countless adventures together, from beach trips to snuggling on the couch. <laughs> so fast forward to this pivotal moment. I vividly remember the day I realized something was amiss. How did I discover Miles' injury? Well, we had a routine where midday we would go into the backyard. So at the back of my house, there was a sliding door. Soon as you open that sliding door, he was like an Italian greyhound dashing towards the finish line. And he had his kind of trail that he would take. Now my backyard is a little downhill. And I think that's what he loved the most because it gave him such momentum. But this particular day, at this particular moment, as he was dashing down, all of a sudden he popped sideways. And in my head, I just panicked. Once he landed from that sideways jump, though, he kept going. And as he returned to his finish line, he was limping, and for me, you know, I was kind of questionable, but 
thought maybe he could just walk it out. But it became evident pretty soon. Miles, always so spry and playful, his energy started to wane. As days turned into weeks, he just wasn't himself. So seeing that he could not jump onto his favorite spot in the couch, a vet visit then confirmed our fears. Miles had injured one CCL. And that vet also gave us the information that there was near to a 50% chance that the other CCL would blow out. Now, we were conservative with Miles, trying to prevent this from happening, but unfortunately, we were on the bad side of this coin. And the vet then confirmed the other CCL tear. You might ask how I felt about hearing these diagnoses. Well, devastated, honestly. It's like when a loved one is in pain and you feel helpless. But coming from the PT world, I also felt a spark of hope, a belief that I could do something to help. You see, it's interesting. I had experience working with humans who had ACL injuries, but when Miles blew out both of his CCLs, that's ACLs for our kind, I felt out of depth. Now you might be thinking, this must have been a challenging time. How did I keep my spirits up? Well, it was a mix of sheer determination to help Miles and the endless support from my friends and family. And of course, Miles himself, with his unwavering spirit and wagging tail, was a daily source of inspiration. So the surgeon's advice, hmm, how did that sit with me? Well, to put it mildly, it was underwhelming. The surgeon we saw, skilled as they may be, offered a cookie-cutter approach for his recovery. Surgery followed by a generic list, a timeline, some restrictions, and advice on short walks. Knowing the intricacies of human PT, this felt like a gross oversimplification. That just didn't sit right with me. I mean, if we wouldn't advise a human to just take walks post-op, why should it be any different for our furry friends? <laughs> I remember challenging the surgeon, sharing my expertise, and asking if there was more I could do. And while they stuck to their advice, something inside me said there had to be another way. So like any concerned fur dad, I dove headfirst into research. Hours turned into days as I scourged through papers, articles, online forums, and more. And then, finally, not only did canine rehab exist, but there were established programs that certified you in this new growing field. And there were already therapists out there making a difference in the lives of dogs every single day. It was fascinating to see the parallels and differences between human PT and canine rehab. For instance, much like humans, 
dogs too benefit from techniques like manual therapy and soft tissue mobilization. But the approach, of course, is tailored to their anatomy and understanding. And so begin my journey into becoming a CCAT or Certified Companion Animal Rehab Therapist. It was both humbling and enlightening. And the star pupil during my initial foray? None other than Miles. <laughs> oh, the initial sessions. Let's just say Miles was a bit of a diva. He had his moments of stubbornness. Moments when he looked at me as if he were saying, Dad, what on earth are you trying to make me do? But over time, as he started feeling better, his trust grew. The transformation was palpable. With every therapy session, Miles regained his strength, his confidence, and that playful spark in his eyes. Seeing that change, feeling that I played a part in Miles' recovery, it was intoxicating. I knew then that I wanted to give other dogs that same chance to ensure that no dog parent ever felt as lost and as helpless as I initially did. But it wasn't all smooth sailing. There were some setbacks, frustrations, and countless moments of doubt. Like when I tried an aquatic therapy technique and Miles decided he was having none of it, turning our session into a full-blown splash fest. And then there were the golden moments. Like the first time post-surgery that Miles was able to chase after a ball without any hesitation. Or the morning I found him waiting by our therapy mat, tail wagging, ready for his session. It's these moments, these milestones, that solidified my resolve. They became the foundation stones of my journey into canine rehab. As we wrap up today's episode, I want to share a little piece of advice. When faced with challenges, be it in your personal life or career, sometimes all you need is a change in perspective. For me, that perspective came on four legs and a wagging tail. Thank you for joining me on this heartwarming journey with Miles. I'm Anthony Skeena, CCAT, and I'll see you in the next episode of An Underdog Story. This is an underdog story, and thank you for joining me. I hope you've been as inspired and informed as I have been sharing it with you. And remember, in the world of canine rehab, every day is a new opportunity to turn an underdog story into a tail-wagging triumph. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and share to those who also might be interested on this topic. Also, send me your questions or share your own underdog stories with me to the Gmail link below. You can follow on Instagram and Facebook. That is also linked below. Check out Alpha's website. That is linked as well. Just as a disclaimer, any thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are mine and mine alone, 
and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other company or organization I may be associated with.